Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Formula One Fans UK podcast. I'm Reese. I'm joined today by Chris and Dan. Yes, like Formula One, we've come up with just the exact same lineup. How are we doing, guys? Same as last week. I was waiting on Chris, but I'm I'm doing great. Chris not being on so much. Same as last week. <laughs> same as last week. Pretty much, it was pretty much the same as last week. No, I I, I disagree. It was worse than last week. I thought like, it was better. No, it's penalties and dodgy oh, driving yeah, hasn't were... made it better. Actually, no, we did get a safety car, so I, I, I think it is better. I changed my decision. One safety car changes it all. Do you know what? I watched the Indy car last night at Mid-Ohio, and when you say before that Indy car is lower down the pecking order than Formula 1, now... It's the other way around. Maybe not technology wind, but the racing in, in in IndyCar is brilliant. Yeah, the racing is brilliant because it's a spec series and I think Formula One next year going with these new regulations might be a little bit more that way. Um shall we uh, we'll go through the uh we'll go through the order as we do every race review. Uh, and we'll start at the front with Max Verstappen. What can you say? He just drives. We um we kind of knew it was going to happen because he won the last one by 20 plus seconds or whatever it was. Um, I wasn't really expecting a different outcome unless he was taken out. Uh, tried to bribe a couple of drivers, but they were too far at the back, so it didn't work. <laughs> so you, this is, you know, this is what you get when you have two races at the same track. Yeah, and you it is. Conditions as well. Yeah, you got cars that are all in, in, in tuned in to the racetrack and we needed rain well yeah, we nearly it had needed. it we nearly. <laughs> we nearly had it this time it came an hour after the race yeah um if anything we've learned here because formula one races in europe need to start one hour later i'm all for that yeah i mean there's nothing really to say on max verstappen he qualified on pole stayed out in front he got the grand slam i mean he didn't get that last week because hamilton didn't have damage when he pitted for the fastest lap. Yeah, but Red Bull took uh, a bit of a risk by putting him on a brand new set of tyres at the end. They didn't well, really need to do that. They didn't need to, but they had the gap. And when you've got the gap, why not risk? Why risk the tyres on a such a curb, heavy well, service, yeah, uh, circuit? Why risk the possibility of a of Valtteri Bottas type stop? Yeah, but you got to remember. They're Red Bull, and if they're only if they're ever going to balls up a stop, it's only on the second driver. Yeah, but we said that about Mercedes before, and you know it, it can happen to anybody at any time. Which the laws of physics. I think we were they they were able to be cautious though. They had such a margin. Yeah. Um, sp- speaking of second drivers, maybe we should just move to the one that actually had some. Uh, some controversial impact to the race, maybe, and forget well, about his teammate that checked out for seventy-one laps. We'll go. Well, we're gonna go in team order, are we? Yeah, we'll go we, team. Might, we'll go we team. might as well. Perez. At least he added some excitement to the race. <laughs> Chris, I know you're Northern Irish, but can you like, sound a little bit more enthusiastic? <laughs> he um he just got bored and decided to drive like a like a Kufard. <laughs> Bullfart? Yeah, 
absolute amazing guy, but drives like a dick. <laughs> it's not. I don't know. It's not a guy. Coulthard's a bit of a dick. Full stop. Yeah, but, um, I, I, I always remember. Uh, it's one of the first F1 jokes or stand-up guys I ever heard from Al Murray. He's like uh, David Coulthard. Technically Scottish, but he's in a British car, so he's driving for Britain. Great guy, but drives like a <laughs> beep beep. Um, on, on yeah, the, but yeah, on the, so on the Scottish on the comment, on the Scottish comment, Paul DeResta. Oh my God, that man! His voice goes through me. I'm not saying that you offend anybody Scottish, but how hard is it to say medium? <laughs> Every time he says medium, I swear to God, a small explosion goes off in my stomach. <laughs> and all he wants to do is talk about tyres. Uh, what do you think about that car there going around the corner? Well, he's on mediums. And if he takes mediums <laughs> at the next stop, then he should be okay. But the car in front of him's on mediums. Oh my god! I wanted to throw something at Mister Einstein. I am. Um, I like Paul Durasta. I always have. I liked him as a oh, driver uh, like at Force India, and I do I like, like him, him as a commentator. But yeah, occasionally, I do just wonder where Anthony Davis is. Like, why does he have to I stay? I love on Anthony Davidson. Anthony like, Davidson, brilliant. brilliant. And, they've and, had the best and, comedy and, team um, they've had this year has been FP1 when they've had like Anthony Davis and Natalie Pinkham in there. Yeah, see, I think they're kind of edging Natalie Pinkham into doing a bit more, and then she's going to be more more racy. I yeah, think. they're not. I like it when she gets racing. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Grace. Um, you know I like Natalie. You know I like Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly moving back to Perez. Yeah, he he just. Pretty much, the, he went to overtake Norris, got bumped off the track, and I think we all agree that that was a bullshit penalty, and then went and bumped Leclerc off the track when per Leclerc was already in front of him. Twice. Yeah, twice. Exactly. Yeah, well, first time he was Leclerc was in front, second time Leclerc was behind, but he ran him off the track twice, and well, you, the and second you can one see is by Chris's face that he disagrees with everything you're no, saying. But I mean, no. well, well, the second one we can we debate whether it's a penalty or not, and I, I don't think it should have been a penalty. The first one that Perez did when he ran the clerk off the first time, that was that was a penalty in my eyes. Yeah, every but, day of the week. but I think it's silly for Charles. He knew how he was driving. I think he needed to pick his moments a a little bit better. Um, but yeah, definitely. Deserved it on the second one. I can just imagine what was going through his in his helmet, the swearing that was going on in his helmet when Lando put him in the gravel. So yeah. why did he think it was okay to put Leclerc in the gravel <laughs> twice? Yeah, you know, I, even even if the first one, or sorry, the second one of Leclerc of the Perez Leclerc pair. The second one was, I didn't think was a penalty. I agree with that. But you know, where's what's the thinking in his head when he's already received a penalty for or Land, Lando received a penalty the, for for yeah. for doing it to him? 
So and it was why not like he but he would have been told about it as well. He would have been told Lando yeah. has a five second penalty, and that was and this all happened before. And the, Sergio's um, a clever driver. He's not, yeah. you know, he's not thick. He's not a he's not a Mazepin. He's not a dirty driver either. He did come. No. He came straight out and apologized after the race on social media as well publicly. No, like, but but, away but you could see, you could see how much Charles wanted past that Red Bull. Like he really wanted to get past it. Like he just really wanted to get past it. Sergio just disappointed yeah. me. Where do we stand on Mercedes then? Because if we're going from disappointments, they they're getting more and more disappointed. Are they? Bottas was second. Are they Bottas was second. But Lewis had damage, but it just feels like they're falling more and more off the pace. And they've really, I'm really hoping that these Silverstone upgrades do find them a good few attempts. Yeah. Hope, hopefully, if they bring the full package, because there's supposed to be an engine update and there's supposed to be aero updates. So it's how much they want to put on at once. Christian Horner does not see it as a threat. Uh, in his latest, like interview, he said it's uh, he's not really worried about Silverstone and Mercedes. He thinks they still don't have anything for him. I I, I hope it is I can't untrue. And Christian Horner, he's so smug. This is why Red Bull dominance is so much worse than Mercedes dominance because they are so. Unbearably smug when they're winning. They they really are. They they, they really like, are. You, you, it's it's just expected from 2010. Them. You're like, oh, Vettel's winning. This is a nice change. And by the end of 2010, you're sick of it because of how smug they are. Two things. Doesn't it make you worry a little bit when you see Adrian Newey on the grid with a notepad and he's writing in it? That gets me worried. What's he just saying that he wants to write on in his notebook to take back his office? And the second thing, I can't remember. That's helpful. Um, wow. It, it was something to do with Mercedes. What was it to do with Mercedes, Chris? We are talking about Mercedes, Mercedes, so it's helpful. Okay, I, I have a problem with Mercedes. How do they think it's acceptable to tell Bottas not to pass Lewis and then a few laps later, later tell him, oh, Past Lewis because Lando's they on are. his way. Like, I think they made like, it the right call. Yeah, but they should have just said, like, like you know, L- Lewis has a, a problem. Pass him. Go get P two because we need to construct. We we need the constructor points. At that point, they had the constructors points. It was whether Baltas could hold off Lando, but realizing how big the problem was with Lewis. You know, they, yeah, they could risk losing both cars, is... so they pushed Valtteri past, and you can tell yeah, they, they made the right decision. Yeah, they should have quicker. Yeah, but they did, they, they, it worked. You know, it may have been a slower mm. decision, it still worked. And the thing I was thinking about saying before was, think about the pace that Lewis had in France. If Lewis didn't have a slow pit stop in France, he would have won the race. And that's a typical style of circuit, as Silverstone yeah, is. Yeah, no, I, I do agree, but I feel Red Bull are just another level at the moment. Hamilton, yeah, just it was damage. Um, it was damage limitation. And fourth was really, when you think of the pace that Lando had, was the best he could hope for. Um, should we move on? We'll move on to McLaren and Lando, who... Well, he was on a, well, he was on a long weekend. He was on fire. 
please, McLaren, make a brilliant 2021 car because we could have a three-weight fight for the championship if you if you believe what you see with Red Bull and Mercedes both thinking they've straight away got contenders. Oh, yeah. Do you like a good three-way, dear? It's okay if it's in a three-way. <laughs> um, mm. I think he's wringing the neck of that car. Like, not even... Like, how is he getting the pace out of that car? It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's 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 next level. <laughs> it's next level. I was looking at Danny Rick this weekend and looking at Lando and thinking about the pace difference between the two of them and that transpired the the carry through into the race. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just that Lando was faster than him all weekend. He was consistently much faster than him. And like he, he he finished the race forty seconds ahead of him, you know. And this is the the young it was, pretender. Yeah, forty um, seconds. Yeah, and it just I don't know why I thought of it, but Pierre Gasly popped into my head, and I kind of thought, I wonder if Danny Rick doesn't pull it out by the end of the season, could that be somewhere for Pierre Gasly to end up? It's not. A, yeah, but he's got to have yeah. a multi deal. My, yeah, yeah. Deal, I surely. mean, every contract's got a break in it, though. I mean, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Well, it's a, what's a contract worth these days? It's strange, though, because you think seventh place for Ricardo, if if Norris wasn't so exceptional, you would have said he had a very good race. Yeah, but and he did look very, he did look good when he was coming through the field. You think he started thirteenth, and he came through the field very well, but you you just wonder what's going on and why he is so far off the pace. Starting the fourteenth wasn't wasn't good whatsoever. No, I think uh, Mercedes are starting to regret supplying the engines now. <laughs> um, to be fair, <laughs> that's a well. There's as good a chance they can take points off Red Bull. They can take points off Red Bull, yeah. but it's also good yeah. comparison. Yeah, you know, I'm sure they've got eyes on on the what they're doing with the the engines. Well, they would surely have all of the data, wouldn't they? From, yeah, from that. So it's good. It's, so. it's good data gathering sort of thing, isn't it? Mm. So to, in 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 one hand, it's working for them. Could you imagine in twenty twenty five, George Russell and Lando Norris at Mercedes? I would love it. I think Just that's what Lewis it. wants. Ripping I think that's it. what Lewis wants. The way he talks Just about Lando it. Norris at the moment, he, he, it's like, oh, Lando's so good. It's like pretty much when I retire and George is my teammate, get Lando in the car with him. Oh, mate. It's going to be crazy. I'd have a crisis. Um, two things to say. I totally just got a hard on when you said that. <laughs> Secondly, and I'm a cripple. I don't get them very often. Secondly, how much respect did Lewis give Lando? I love it. That I love these little bromances popping up. one of the best up. bits of team radio that I saw um, in yeah. the last few weeks. You can't. You, you literally, there's nothing bad that you can say about Lando. Like, I'm yet to find, like, a bad s- subject or a bad thing that he's done. Like, he's so young, that car's way slower than he's driving it. And it isn't, you know, without taking anything away from them, it shouldn't be a P2 car. You know, maybe four, five, six, yeah, okay, maybe. But to actually wring the neck of that car and get it in P2... 
you cannot knock it. Can we just all. say credit to McLaren as well for supplying a car that you can wring the neck out of on a very demanding circuit for 71 laps? Mm. That takes some doing. And it not break. I thought the radio communication and qualifying was brilliant. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, could have been a bit better there. Lando, we hope you're sitting down. <laughs> P2. I it was brilliant. He was so close. It mean one corner in it. Oh. Mm. Wasn't it? Didn't he? Oh. A little a little bit of um snap understeer, was it not? Or, sorry, snap oversteer. Just just in that Yeah, in the turn nine was it? Uh turn ten, the final corner. Final turn corner. Um We'll go on to Fer- uh, we'll go on to Ferrari, and it's strange because I am going to compliment them for a second time in two races by saying brilliant strategy again because they decided we don't want to go through on the soft tires and it really worked. They didn't want to yeah. go through qualifying in on the soft tires. They stuck stuck to the medium, stuck to what they believed in, and it worked. I mean, uh, fifth and eighth, and really it it could have been a lot higher if. Leclerc wasn't shoved off twice by Perez because he would have been off down the road and Sainz would have got him anyway. Yeah. I wonder if I... Surely his car wants to pull into the pits over a way. It's full of gravel. Well, yeah, full of gravel and stones. He wants to fail, fail post-inspection. <laughs> that's a good way of, that's a good way of getting past the weighing te- uh, checks at the end, isn't it? Just, okay, rather than pick up marbles, just drive through the gravel. I mean, we know Mazepin does that anyway. <laughs> he, does, he does that for fun. <laughs> But yeah, Carlos, he's very impressive again. He's he's the driver that's yeah. fitting into the new team the best still so far. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I, I think he's... I mean, I've said this for a long time. I think he's an incredibly underrated driver. I think he's better than Leclerc. I mean, he went toe-to-toe with Verstappen. And let's face it, the only reason Verstappen beat him was because Carlos Sainz's car broke down like three times more. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like the 2016 all over again. <laughs> so, so, so someone's car breaking down a lot, and someone getting a championship. Yeah, they didn't switch the mechanics though. They've just, uh, they just, you know, had a switch of chassis. That's that's why I just quickly <laughs> go back to Mercedes. Have you noticed how since the chassis swap, Lewis and Valtteri are much closer, and Lewis hasn't run a race. Mm. Mm. Yeah, if I was Lewis, I'd be screaming at him like, "I want my toys back." Would be asking sir. for number three chassis. Yeah. Mm. Give it back now. Um, I have a question, actually, why, why we're on Mercedes. Um, I'm guessing when Lewis pitted, he didn't have any uh, softs or mediums spot on. He only had hards, right? No, they all went to one stop. I was wondering. They just, they just went to hards because they wanted to one stop. That was the plan because because yeah. you could cause you think they went they did. I was wrong last week. We were saying it was the same compounds. They went a step softer. So when they went medium hard, it was the same as last week's soft medium. So they went for a one-stop. Okay. Yeah, I know we went one compound down on the chart, but I was just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I mean, looking at it now, obviously the way it played out is we can look back in hindsight. Maybe with a, two, a two-stop would have been better for Lewis, but if he broke his car, this doesn't really matter, does it? It was just something during the race. It, it like I was just thinking, well, what if? Fair, fair play to Michelin for, for doing that, though. Because... Michelin? It was oh, uh, Pirelli, because it, it was something to there to try and uh, to try and um, spice things up a bit more. And yeah, it almost worked. 
It did. It, it, you, I think everyone can debate if they thought it was better or worse. I was in the better camp, and you two are in the, the worse sort of camp. I I just hate one-stop yeah, races. No, I, really I, I think you need to be on the... I think you need to be in a position where a two-stop is faster, but the one-stop, of course, has its advantage to track position. And I think that's why France was such a good race, because that's how it fell with the tyres. The two-stop was faster. Let's just... Let's just hold our opinions until we see what happens. Come uh, hungry. Yeah, that's true. Because that's when it's all due to change, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, going on now to Alpha Tower. Pierre Gasly ninth, and Yuki Tsunoda twelfth. Um, I don't know where I. I think s- both good results. I don't know where I stand actually on Gasly's race because he's qualified sixth and just sort of fell down the order against cars that were similar. But he, it's against drivers with a lot more racing experience. Well, um, well Gasly isn't going to perform you can't really every say weekend. Got, you've got Leclerc. Uh, doesn't really have much more driving experience than yeah, Gasly. Same signs as well. I mean, signs only got one more year um, on him. Or two Danny years, Rick, actually. Danny got two years on him, hasn't he? No, Danny Rick's been... Danny Rick's been in there for more. years. Danny Rick's in his... He's... Uh, Mid thirties now. Yeah. Coming up to. Mm. I think he made his, he made his debut of HRT. To put, put that was what twenty twelve. Eleven twenty twelve. You look at him. He's finished in front of Alonso. Yeah, mm. but he also qualified a quite a long way ahead of Alonso. Sonoda had a good drive as well. Why is he getting so many stupid penalties? So many stupid mistakes. Oh, like, it's it's embarrassing to get that same penalty I, twice. I can't, I can't, I can't figure it out. Like you know, if you put your hand in really hot water and you get burnt once, you don't go back for a second attempt at it, thinking it's going to be any different. Exactly. Like, I mean, mistakes that Kvyat made, you did only see him make them once in a weekend. Granted, he usually only had the chance to make them once because the car was upside down in the gravel. But still, this, this is true. But but still, like, it's 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 getting stupid now. Because l- l- last week I'm on the Yuki hype train and now I'm thinking man needs to go spec savers like I'm not sure mm-hmm. obviously there are other opticians around boots are quite good but or go I independent go checked. independent help your local community you could, you could go independent help your local yeah, community help, yeah. help the and train. send the number to Yuki because he definitely needs it <laughs> we've got one more car in the top 10 Fernando Alonso I mean well deserved would have been in Q3 if he hadn't been horrendously blocked by Vettel. Yeah. Vettel tried to get out bad. of the way. Vettel tried to get out of the way. But it was way too late. It just happened. It was way too late, and that's the team's fault. Yeah, I completely agree. But, yeah. but as soon as Vettel saw him coming, he pulled with the right, but Alonso did the same. Well, Alonso did that to try and gain a so, six string. Yeah, well, no, Alonso tried to do it to get past him. Yeah, well, yeah, but he, he he jinked to the right and Alonso followed him to the right to try and get any slipstream to recover any time that he lost. Oh, you were getting slipstream between 9 and 10. No, between, I mean, between oh. ten, 10 and turn 1. Like, that's why he jinked right. Uh, he didn't uh, see him until he didn't he, see him he until the apex. He wasn't getting another lap in either. And yeah, and Vettel was uh-huh. so slow, he, he didn't get another lap in. Because he was... Yeah, I mean, because he had to slow down in between 9 and 10. Vettel's reason behind it, though, was he was overtaken... Uh, a few times in the final sector when everyone was jockeying for position. Yeah, I thought the FIA 
had a word with him about no, all this. No, there's nothing uh, in the regulations about it. It's just a, it was just a gentleman's agreement that has been rubbished quite a few times now by a few drivers since, well, in the last two weeks. But did you know that the big danger this this weekend and last weekend was pitley and entry? Yeah, no, this was a theme in Discord. Yeah, mm. that needs to be moved round. It just onto the front straight away. Well, I don't think that. I think if you just take away that where they come in, if you, if you widen the actual road into the pit lane, it's quite narrow, and you just let them dart in before turn ten. I think you you solve it. Yeah, take away that big chunk of white line. Just, yeah, make, put the white put that start that white line sort of just before turn ten. Right on the corner, like just right on the corner, curved to run. Just turn yeah, have it yeah. like you just dart in late, like you would in um, Portimao. Um, but what but what what confuses me is it's exactly the same every every time we've been there. The the, the pit lane has not changed. The the white line has not changed. It's just maybe they just need to slow down more or have better driving ability to get into the well, pit. Well, no, lane. you think only one driver struggled uh, with it. Yeah, uh, but, but you know. Yes. Anyway. But yeah, anyway, move. I I I was trying to go oh, in a roundabout sorry. way without pointing this person out exactly, but we've, I, that's fine. Yeah. You know, I was, try- I was trying to be nice. I was trying to non-alienate the community of supporters, but it's fine. Yeah, me. Um, but we haven't even got. We haven't. E- Should we talk about Ocon? Oh yeah, that's that's. God, um... how horrible was that? How gut wrenching was that for two weekends? Two terrible qualifying, a, a, a poor race in the, the first one, and this race didn't even really get started because he, he just got taken. I out. think his car was like, I just can't be bothered with this shit. It just shows how flimsy still the um the front well the, the front suspension of an F1 car is. If you bang it the wrong way, it snaps because it's not designed to take the impact in that way. And it just makes you wonder. You, you you see this and you think, oh god, that, that it's so easy to go out of a race. It's amazing that you don't see with all these attempts going around the around the outside of turn four, someone get just clipped and. Broken wheel and out yeah, the race. That's that's only been happening on the front suspension. Mm. The rear suspension's taken a lot of hits this season and Yeah, well that's solid. That's built solid. So why aren't they using parts from the rear on the front? Aero weight. Aero weight. weight. Yeah. Uh, pretty much that and maybe also you want a bit of flexibility in there. Mm. But you know what I'm more disappointed at? That I have not seen a meme of the Ocon and Ocoff of this of these last two races. I was more disappointed at that than his ability to try and get out of the way, which is basically what he's had to do for two weeks. He's had to try and get out of the way of everyone else's accidents. Well, he couldn't really do anything there, could he? He was just in a sandwich and it was Giovinazzi going past that just uh, did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one thing that doesn't disappoint you, Dan, is, um, is track art. Dan. Do you love your track art? Yes, I do. Especially when it comes from our sponsor. <laughs> and our sponsor is Chris. Tracks, people. Apex Tracks. Apex Tracks. There we go. Thank you, Track People, or Apex Tracks as they're better known. We don't have a clue who our track people are. They don't sponsor us. Apex Tracks sponsor us. 
one day we have to do a video version because Chris's steering wheel action every time we bring it up is amazing. <laughs> um, but no, con- con- continue, continue with the sponsor. With our amazing sponsor, Apex Tracks. Our amazing sponsor, Apex Tracks, who um, have supplied us with another competition prize, which is going to be going up shortly. It'll be running across Instagram and Twitter. Um, so keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, to get all your 3D printed track art, head to apextracks.com. That's A-P-E-X-T-R-A-X-S.com. And back to the race. And guys, it's heartbreak time. Uh-huh. P11, George Russell. They should have just given him a point anyway. I I personally believe Alonso shouldn't have been allowed to to pass him. <laughs> I I think that should just I I think that should just be a rule now, and then that's just it. No n- no French person can pass an English person on the last lap. It's it not. He's not allowed. French. But you tell you what, you know. No, but he's a French team. French team. I meant a French team, not a French person. He, he he's Spanish. I he. I'm surprised he's not asleep when the races go in. All right, you just talk. You're just talking shit now. <laughs> Let's be honest. George scored all sorts of pony, all sorts of points in qualifying. You know, the, his qualifying run was unreal. Yeah, he uh, he's quali- he got into Q three in a Williams on medium tires. Mediums. Yeah. Medium. Yeah. Medium. <laughs> medium. <laughs> Mediums, yeah, on the, on the medium tires. A medium, um, a medium tire. But yeah, yet another driver that is massively outperforming the ability of their car. Yeah, like, no, he is an exceptional talent, and uh, as well as Battery Bottas did this weekend with that Hamilton contract signed, you can't put George Russell if you're going to challenge Red Bull next season in any car but the Mercedes. There's, there's all the rumours, everybody is saying. The announcement is coming in Silverstone. Oh, I'm desperate and, for and, it. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you look at we, um, Sport and Valtteri Bottas over the weekend put up an interview saying, "If I leave Mercedes this year, I'm going to look for other options." Does that not smack you of saying, "I know I'm losing my yeah. seat this year"? Yeah, no, I agree, and I, I just. Oh god! I just, it's, I'm still, I still, my heart aches at the whole that three laps ago overtaken. Fernando Alonso feeling guilty about it. He even said in an interview, "When I saw who was P10, I just wanted it to be anyone but George." Oh, uh, you saw him he, when he got out of his mm. when he got out of his car. He went straight to him. I mean, that just shows how popular he is. Ah, uh, they've got a yeah, he did, yeah. And you give him a like a big hug, oh, and that, you know. Oh. Obviously, it's not it's not COVID safe, <laughs> but you know, it'll be COVID safe. It'll be COVID safe in two weeks. I will. My my COVID safe is burning all my masks. That's my COVID safe. <laughs> my COVID safe. My COVID safe is going to sit with one hundred and forty thousand other people. Uh, I told you, you're not allowed you know, in the country. At Silverstone, right? They've said this. They've said this. Outside the track, you've got to wear a mask. As soon as you're through the gates, you can take the masks off. Well, Chris, if that's the case, may I just say this? We have a fine selection of masks available in our store. So if you head to the, uh, the link in our in the bio of every single podcast, you can find our shop and you can find several masks. 
and t-shirts that I will be wearing at Silverstone. T-shirts that Chris will be wearing at Silverstone. Watch out for my live yes. podcast. <laughs> Mate, you're going to not even make it. Let's face it. You can't even make podcasts when they're at 700. He might be awake with forty fat with 140,000 <laughs> people screaming around him. Okay, can we move on now? Because I really want to get to this next yeah. one. Please. Okay, moving on. on. Latifi, the other Williams driver. Latifi, he drove around and this time he got a time penalty. What, for going too slow? To going too fast under double wave yellows at the end of the race. Well, congratulations to him for actually going quick. <laughs> we should be applauding him, not penalising him. But he's only gone quick when he's not meant to. It's, it's really frustrating me that he can't pull his finger out his ass and do anywhere near as good as his bloody teammate. It's becoming yeah. really, really frustrating for yeah. me. And I know it's a back of the, the field car. It's and not I a back of the field car. This, but it's you can't say of... that. Yeah, listen, Christopher, I'm talking, right? It is, if you're driving it... George Russell's proven it's not a back of the great car. In this race, And yes. the race before. But, and the, the, and the race before that. Before that. Yeah. that. And, okay. And I think the one yes, before yes. that. Right. Yeah, he was going on for... He was on for points in Baku as well, really. Yeah. And then he had these uh, gearbox failure. Okay. But potentially, they are... All, of the, all that's proven the is Latifi that, is that shit. At the back. Quite shit. Yes. But at what point do they yank him? At the end of the season. But I'm, I'm, I'm sorry... But in my mind, that's too late. I think we need a, a we need yeah, a Red Bull situation. You don't know what he needs money to he's bringing to that team. He's a pay driver. Well, surely someone oh. like Esteban Gutierrez is available. <sighs> yeah, he's got sponsors. He's, he's got, got money. money, and he's better. It's just Esteban Gutierrez is brilliant at finishing eleven. It's just it's frustrating me. It frustrates me even more than when they put. Um, what was his face with the gammy hand in Kubica. the car? Um, oh. Kubica. That frustrated me because it that was nothing more than but the publicity. Money. They still do it. Like he had a lot yeah, of money. Or he did not money. deserve a drive is, at all. He didn't deserve to be in F one. Keep putting him in a car. Nothing. Money. It's not like he's given them anything. <sighs> technically, it's it's, it's got to be all money in all in his sponsor he brings, and that's a lot of money for them. He's that. That's their title sponsor. That's the title sponsor and he's the oh, reserve driver. That's crazy. It's just... It's really but the starting TV to annoy is, me. is like, really frustrating, yeah. but yeah. Shall we, shall we move on before we get too angry? No, because the next one what, I think Lance makes Stroll? me even angrier. No, the sponsor. <laughs> Demanding that the car... Oh, my again. God! No! BWT... Like, yeah, do one. Pretty much, we want the car to be pink. Aston Martin said no, and BWT went... Well, we're going to make everything else yeah. pink. Then. Aston Martin have come out and said, we want our car to be even greener. <laughs> yeah, they wanted want to the, 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 the pop more on TV. It's uh, like, I, obviously, I've been criticised heavily for saying that I don't like the pink part on the car. And I've been told that they're uh, a really good sponsor. They, they saw them through the tough times. They bring the money. But at some point, you've got to just say, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think somebody did, and that's why they've I'm, jumped on the, the Austria and pinkified the whole circuit. Yeah. Um, I'm not against pink. 
but that much of it Just was too do much. We, do we talk about the cars? I mean, Lance Stroll was pretty anonymous. And Vettel finishing two laps down. Vettel was technically a DNF, but didn't finish last because the two well, hats. And Vettel, that Vettel accident was a strange one as well because it was just like Kimmy just thought, not going to turn anymore. Yeah, I'm going to drive into you. That's it, yeah. I'm fed up of using this my steering wheel now. This is what you get now. for being my teammate for years and being better than me. This is all the times that you. This is all the times that I wasn't allowed to overtake you, or you had my strategy ballsed up. This is what happens when you don't vote for me for president. <laughs> <laughs> this it. is what happens when you do impressions of me at the Autosports Awards. <laughs> right, actually, I did see on social media that um, that the Aston Martin people put up um, that they put the English flags yeah, all around the yes. helmet and all around the garage. Like that, that is one good banter from them as a team. But two, the fact that the German person took it really well and didn't Seb, freak out. Seb Vettel's an awesome guy, um, so he was always <laughs> going to take it well. That is, that's something I said, actually, on a on a post when somebody put it up. I was like, fair play to him. The old Seb wouldn't yeah. have done that. He wouldn't have mm. took that well. But the yeah. fact that he laughed and threw the flag down and quickly picked it back up again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> picked it up and then gave it a little wave. <laughs> a little wave yeah. I, I think... I think there are there are three drivers in F one at the moment. It's impossible to hate, and that is Lando Norris, George Russell, and Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, I think those yeah. three guys. If if those three were one, two, and three every race, I think everyone in the world would be very, very happy. Yeah, I definitely like him a lot more than when he was driving for Red Bull, because like we said earlier, Nothing they were worse. really smarmy and just dickish yeah. about it. Um, um, but yeah, I, I have always liked him, but more I now. I think of Vettel. But if Vettel started winning again, I think... No, I like win. it. I miss the crazy frog. Cocky no. Sebastian <laughs> I miss it. Would, would just come back and I, nobody liked I that. I don't think so. I think he's matured a lot. He was very young I, at Red Bull. Yeah, I think with the kids and stuff, he's chilled now. And he he, he helps bees now. He he builds a car for bees to live in. But that is pretty cool. Yeah, he built. He spent the he spent his week in Austria... With school children building a massive beehive. Bees are cool. Yeah, bees are cool. Sebastian Vettel is cool. And I don't want to carry on talking about Sebastian Vettel in case someone says something bad about him. He wouldn't have done that <laughs> if he was driving for Red Bull or Ferrari. Yeah. To be fair, he probably would have turned up and smashed the beehive car. <laughs> Just out of frustration. Yeah. <laughs> um, We've got a couple more teams to cover. Wait, wait, wait. I have a really bad pun. Wait, wait. Sebastian Vettel needs to behave. Uh, That's a good... <laughs> uh, wait, it's dad jokes. Man's got dad jokes. Oh, bad. The kids would the, the kids would have killed me if, 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 if I didn't throw that poor joke out there. I'll give you anyway, Christopher. Jim Verratti and Raikkonen both finished the race. Schumacher and Mazespin both kind of finished the race. That's the grid done. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. I mean, those cars at the back, I'm not sure if it was because the camera director was a little better this week, but we didn't see the guys at the back at all, really. No, they did pretty well. Until Raikkonen went, fuck, we need some uh, we need some airtime here, so I'm going to drive into Vettel. That's it. He went all Mario car on us. Now, to finish it off, I'm going to... I have a, a question. Easy for you to say. Wait. 
with to do with 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 the the budget. All right. So what the budget yearly budget is? What one hundred fifty million? I thought it was that or two hundred. I can't remember. Two hundred. I wonder how much the likes of Ferrari and Mercedes took in last year in sponsorship, and whether the sponsorship money goes on top of the budget. Or goes it into the budget? Uh, no, it just goes towards it. It's because it's keeping the money, it's keeping the cost down. So what you take in the sponsorship is just revenue, and you can only spend so much out. I think the plan is for yeah. teams to stop hemorrhaging money and make it easier for them to survive. Yeah. So, so obviously, if BWT as as a example give them two hundred million, they can still only spend one fifty. Whatever the so whatever the amount is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously, they're then putting that fifty million into development wind tunnels, yeah. uh, ho- hopefully front suspensions that don't uh, break when you sneeze on them, uh, and they stuff like that. They can't do that because the cars keep crashing. Yeah, I mean, it, the the retirements Aston Martin have had, though, have been very unlucky recently. I mean, Vettel getting crashed into by Kimi, nothing to do with their fault. Pirelli exploding, nothing to do with their fault. But you look at the, um, let's, for example, mm. say... I'm looking up at the grid now to see who I'm thinking of. Um, who crashed in the Bottas at Imola? Russell. George Russell. George Russell. That his Bottas's crash damage was 1.5 million, and I think Bottas was something like three quarters of a million. Now that all that all has to come out of that budget. Um. I don't know because I, I know been, the FIA they, are offsetting crash damage in the uh, in the qualifying races. Yeah, but this that's season. because that's extra on top of what we were expecting. Uh yeah. I mean, that'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, maybe that will mean there's less pay drivers in Formula One if they're on a budget cap and they they can't afford to have drivers who are crashy. You mean we might actually have real drivers? We might actually have real drivers. And on that good news, I think we'll wrap it up, uh, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, as always, you can find us on our socials. There's a link in the bio of this podcast that you can send you to all of those. And our shop where you can buy your face mask of Silverstone. Every penny from that goes to um, running the group in uh, giving you more competitions. Like um, the ones our sponsors kind of uh, supplied us with. And guys, if you're going to Silverstone, hit me up. We'll have a meet up. There you go. You hear that? COVID secure, I'm sure. Of course. Um, but yeah, if you'd like to meet Chris and tell him he talks a load of shit, now's your chance. I was going to say something, but I'm just going to say bye and save it for the next podcast when Chris has another donut. <laughs> hey, cheerio, guys. Uh, cheerio, guys. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Hey, hey, Seb, smash my beehive.